Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to turn the page to the book of Psalms. We're going to be in Psalm chapter 1. That is the first of 150 Psalms, longest book in the Bible. And we aren't going to cover all of them, but we are going to cover some of them. And we're going to have different contributors in here doing the Bible overview devotion. So make sure you tune into that. I know for me, when I read Psalm 1, on the heels of studying the book of Job, it kind of set me back and it seemed on the surface to be contradicting a little bit of what we talked about in the book of Job. If you remember in the book of Job, Job's friends had a very simplistic view of God's justice. Their idea was if people are good, if they do the right thing, they will be rewarded by God. And if they do the wrong thing, then they'll be punished by God. And therefore, since Job was suffering so greatly, he must have done something wrong. And if he could just figure out what that wrong thing was and confess and repent, then God would turn his fortunes around. And What we learned in our study is that God's justice just isn't that simplistic. At at his low point, Job accused God of being unjust. And that's not a fair accusation because, yeah, Job was suffering. And yeah, the book made it clear that Job was innocent and blameless. But no, that doesn't mean that because Job's suffering that God is somehow not being just. So we painted this idea that God's justice is very complex, and there are many reasons that he might allow suffering. It never really answered the question, but it could be for our own good. It could be to develop character, to keep us away from future sin, to teach us lessons that we need to learn. At any rate, it's not this you know, one-to-one ratio. If you're bad, you get punished with suffering. And if you're good, you get blessed. And we talked about that at the end of the book of Job because Job was blessed at the end. Everything was restored back to him. And that wasn't just like his suffering wasn't a direct result of something wrong he had done. His blessing wasn't a direct result of something right he'd done. God's mind is far greater than ours. His purposes are way bigger than ours. And we can't understand those things. So when you turn the book, the page to Psalm chapter 1, and you read this, it sounds a little bit more simplistic again, but let's talk about that after we read Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He's like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. So, this is contrasting two different types of people, the wicked and the righteous. And if you look at this, it kind of hinges on this idea of fruitfulness in verses three and four. It says that the person who is not sinful doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of scoffers. But the person who delights in the law of the Lord and meditates on it day and night, this person is like a tree, a very strong plant, planted by a stream of water, and it yields fruit in season. So this is a a tree that takes up nutrients from this stream that it's drawing from and turns those things into fruit, fruitfulness. 
On the other hand, the wicked are like chaff. What is chaff? Chaff is like the outer shell. I'm thinking of a kernel of corn or a corn stalk or a corn cob. Chaff is all the stuff that's not the kernel. The kernel is what's valuable. The kernel is the fruit of the corn stalk, but the chaff is all the other stuff that gets thrown away out the backside of the combine. Or if you think about popcorn, you know the little hole that you get stuck in your teeth sometimes. It's kind of the skin or the covering of the fruit. And that skin or that covering or that chaff, the waste that goes out the back of the combine, it's completely worthless. The wicked are like chaff. Not only are they not the fruit, remember, the the righteous bear fruit, but the wicked aren't fruitful at all. Not only are they not fruitful, but everything that they are about is blown away. It's worthless, and they will not stand in the judgment. So, a little bit unlike what we were saying in Job, it might seem at first glance that if you're right, if you're good, if you do the right thing, then you're going to be blessed. And if you don't, if you're sinful and wicked, then you're going to be cursed. And it's actually a little bit more complex than that. It's not, uh, we're not talking about justice the way we were talking about God's justice in Job. This is more of a trajectory of life thing. So the people who delight in the law of the Lord, people who meditate on it day and night, people who take God's word seriously, who view him as authoritative under the new covenant, people who trust Jesus Christ as their Savior and their Lord, these are the people who fit in the category of those who are blessed and those who are righteous. And the people who don't fit in that category are the wicked they are the unrighteous. These are people who not only sin, we all sin, right? That's the whole reason Jesus had to come. But they stand with sinners. So they congregate with sinners. In other words, they, they congregate and they, they associate with people who are opposed to God and not associate in a way that we would want Christians to associate with sinners like we once were, but in a way that is nefarious or opposed to God. And scoffing is even another level beyond sinning. Scoffers are people who not just relish in their disobedience of God's law, but they, they kind of brag about it and talk about it and promote it and promote people who do it. And so there's a clear distinction here. And uh, obviously, the message of the gospel is be redeemed from your natural position as a scoffer and a sinner and a wicked person and come to the place where you are blessed and righteous. And how does that happen? It doesn't happen through human effort. It doesn't happen by you and I reading our Bible every day and and having a quiet time and praying every night. Uh, and then we'll be blessed for that. It's something more much deeper. And it involves us putting our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, who's the only person who was truly righteous. And in his righteousness, died a sinless death, bearing the burden of our sins, so that when he rose, he defeats sin, death, and the power of the devil. And those of us who put our faith and trust in him can have his righteousness credited to us. We can be made righteous, not because of our own righteousness, but because of his righteousness, which is given to us by faith in Christ. And once that happens, we will stand in the judgment. We will sit in the congregation of the righteous, and the Lord will know us in this life and in the life to come. Lord, thank you for your gospel. Thank you for Psalm 1. Help us to view the rest of the Psalms through this through this lens. Are we going to pursue that as people who love and delight in your word or people who scoff at it and don't take it seriously? Help us to think right about it and then act accordingly. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.